Ross over here clapping the mic. <laughs> Mad loud, right? That was the one I was doing. All right, so as we transition into part two of the show, so um, a uh, conversation I was having with my homegirl, uh, actually before y'all came, and I was like, oh, shit, you know what? It's hot. Talk about it right now. And Shaw, Empress, and Erica, I want to know what do you guys feel are some insecurities that you all face Ross grabbed the mic. That, that's like, what I'm saying. Nah, nah, I, I just wanted to. I'm I just wanted to clarify that it's still Women's History Month. Oh, yes, Lord. that's all I'm saying. Let me just see. She don't want to like me. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. I it's still won. Women's History Month, and we gonna we still focusing on our women and what they go through and all that, and that's where this is stemming from. I just wanted to clarify. Thank you, Ross. I, that's yeah. in the format, Ross. Are you also <laughs> including it, your women? I thought that Ross, he was going to come across Ross, the table and be Ross honest. don't want to talk about his insecurities. That's I mm-hmm. think I think we're getting deeper into why you don't like me, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, so. before I was interrupted, Empress Erica and Shah, insecurities amongst women. Um, Are there any? If so, what are they? If they do exist, how do you all get through it? Anything that comes to mind from a insecurity standpoint that you guys face every day let's start off with empress mm. sorry girl <laughs> yes put me on bliss <laughs> right under the bus um insecurities in any in any, yeah, in any area in, in, okay. any form yeah so i actually just had this conversation with someone where it was a it's a past insecurity but i would say it's a more recent something that i got over mm-hmm. so like I was sharing that um, I used to do like a lot of um, like pole dancing classes and stuff like that. But I've always thought that you had to have like a a fat, you know. Mm-hmm. Can I curse? Yeah, yeah, of course. Course. I was like, wait a minute. Because <laughs> I know, like on radio, you know, a lot I of don't times, curse like yeah. right, good, good, good. Um, but yeah, so like you always feel like you have to have a fat ass or something like that, mm-hmm. or just look a certain shape. Right. So I would be insecure to do it, even though I got good at it. I was just so scared to like do that. Pause. So you're good at it. Good at what? Well, I was. I haven't done it so long, so I don't even know if right, I. Can we go together? Okay, all right. we can do that. <laughs> Pole dancing class. Oh. Yeah, so that was something that I used to do, but I just was never, um, I never felt comfortable because right, right, right. I thought I needed to mm-hmm. look a certain way because I'm very slim. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was sharing with them, like, you know, that was an insecurity of mine. But now, like, especially watching all these YouTube videos and there's, like, girls skinnier than me, and they killing it. Mm-hmm. So it was all about confidence. So that was something mm-hmm. that I had discovered as a as an insecurity just being that it was a recent conversation. Shaw? Erica? Insecurities? Damn, yeah. she just deflected you, to Erica. Wow. We just getting the ease out the way. Am, am I... Is, is me... Is my um, bad trait of deflecting rubbing off on you or something? Because you're just deflecting you this did, question. You deflected it twice. Deflected I looked right at her twice because she's in my line of like... In a vision, I, I, I don't have to turn my head. Okay, and shit. first of all, you're supposed to be uplifting us women, not getting at us. I'm not getting at y'all. I'm not getting at y'all. Deflecting. Right. Another deflecting. Right. Another deflect. Another deflect. Anyway, um, since, she, since she said Erica, Erica, unfortunately, cool. you I have even, to go. I didn't even think about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you need um, more time, babe? I got you. Um, what I'm is actually right. Um, we talked about this last episode. Society plays a lot on yeah. why we might be insecure mm-hmm. just because of um, how we look and how we mm-hmm. might not look, if our hair is long enough, if our hair is natural, if it's... Um, and as much as we want to be like, that's not getting to me, it gets to us. Mm-hmm. Of course, right. Um, we wake up every day and look in the mirror. We're not, you know, putting on certain stuff or putting on makeup or something to to hide or to impress a guy. This is for us. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow it always gets bashed on. Um, that creates insecurities. Just I blame society. Um, and then I blame where we're coming from because those two things, they don't go hand in hand, but they're very important. So our past, our upbringing, who we heard certain stuff from, who we didn't hear certain stuff from, mm-hmm. who called us what name, if we got chosen for the cheerleading squad, like little things, um, they still impact us today. As well as society and their role, the music videos, the movies, and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I think. But but like I said last week as well, we're getting really better at becoming who we are. Right. Um, and it takes a while though, not for nothing. It took it took me a while to become one with myself. 
I used to have a lot of self-esteem issues and it made me insecure and made my relationships relationships uh, relationships fail. Um, <clears throat> and just me alone, like just being short with myself, not thinking you, I deserve certain things. How were you able to get like <laughs> like break through with that? How um, just going through life and um realizing what people wanted from me and realizing those are the wrong things. Amen. Um, and as I grow more into myself, you meet people that actually tell you what you deserve, even though you don't need someone to tell you what you deserve. But when you know something and then you hear it, it's like, oh, I valid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, every day is kind of a lesson, though. Like, every day you get more confident in who you are and realize more of your worth and so forth. Um, I don't really think I'm out of it yet, but I'm further than where I used to be. Excellent, excellent. I would say an insecurity that I could say for myself and for a lot of the women I know is asking for what we want. Um, I feel like um, a lot of times we don't feel like we're worth. You know what I mean? Like we're not we're not worth whatever it is that we're asking for, or we probably feel like um, we're not gonna whoever who whomever we're asking of whatever it is that we're asking for. We won't get it from them because we always feel like um, we have to do everything on our own because we've always had to wear many hats at every point in our lives. So a lot of times not asking for help or not even being able to ask for what we want, I feel like is a huge um, insecurity within myself and a lot of the women that I know. Yeah. Um, Damn, I was going to add on something. I agree with you, girl. Um, Excuse me. I was going to add on something. Also, mm-hmm. um, especially amongst women, I don't know if men get the same type of treatment, but I can I can be like, okay, Empress done this, Empress does this, and Erica does this, and I do that. And someone will look at Empress and be like, oh, she's making the most money off this, so she gets the most credit, and looks at me, and it's just like, okay, she's just doing this little show right here. They're playing me, but uplifting her. Meanwhile, we both out here thriving, right. but because I'm not getting any recognition off of it, now I'm just like, okay, now I'm not doing enough. So that can put me in my bag. Right. Meanwhile, I'm thinking I'm out here killing it, but because I'm not, you know, on billboards mm-hmm. and stuff, it's like, okay, this is for nothing. A lot um, of mm-hmm. a lot of people respect you based off of what you do. Right. So. And and that's sad because all of us is out here doing it. And just because my definition of doing it is not the same as yours doesn't mean that something's right. not getting done. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. I see that a lot, um, especially amongst women. Um, I think guys probably handle it way better. It's not like it doesn't happen for guys, but I think they handle it way better. Um, I do see, or I should say I used to see, because now I'm in a different environment where there are women lifting each other up. Um, But I do still, and matter of fact, as we're speaking about it, I'm like, maybe this was a creative story that I had. Um, That a couple of years ago, when there were a bunch of women, we all either did the same thing or were in the same field. But there was always some type of feeling like uh, Empress is like, you know, always trying to do everything or, um, oh, we do it better than whatever. It's like always that type of conversation. Like I even was like, you know, nobody could do it like me. Like I used to be like that. <laughs> right. um, now I'm in, I finally can say, and I'm, this is actually for me first time, not first time, but now I'm in a space where I can actually honestly open up and say like, yeah, I used to be competitive at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm in a space of like, yeah, that's great. Amazing. Like acknowledging the other woman and truly meaning it. It's not like it's a fake situation. Like, oh, yeah, but I'm still better. It's like, <laughs> no, that's dope. That's great. Like, I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. And there's no competitive feeling. And I think that that's where a lot of our insecurities do build because of whatever we're either creating in our mind or whatever is being whispered because I've also heard things come back to me about someone said to me so it's like so many different things that can occur um especially amongst women but for the first time I'm personally in a space where the women that I'm around we really do uplift each other and it's amazing feeling because I used to be like I need to be around my boys my men like I can't be around females that's how I used to be I'm like, I got to be around the guys because me and females, we ain't working together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I can say like, pull everybody together and it's actually like a genuine feel. It doesn't feel 
any cattiness at all. Yeah. Product manufactured. Yeah. A quote that stuck with me, um, comparison is a thief of joy. So mm-hmm. it's like when you accomplish something, don't compare yourself to the next person because mm-hmm. it's only going to get better. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was one thing. Well, my fault that I cut you off. I did not cut Sorry. you off. You cut yourself off. But <laughs> but what I was gonna say Ross, is um, today, Ross. <laughs> wow. So I have we got Ross on a no sleep. Well, you're good, Ross. <laughs> um, I'm gonna buy, buy you a mic. <laughs> um, what I was gonna say. All right. When it comes to um, you know how you guys say some uh, other people will put things on you, mm-hmm. like uh, with a lot of people I deal with or anyone I talk to, and if I they ask me for advice or I, you know they're going through something and I say something and they give me what they're gonna do, like for example, um, uh, to be specific, um, I remember someone I was talking to. She was saying that she was gonna start up a business, right? And so she's saying it for X amount of time, and I'm like, you know, and I would. I'm the type of person, if you tell me something, you know, I'm going to try to hold you accountable to it. And I'm going to help you get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ex- exactly. And I'm absolutely, anything you need from me that I could provide, I would. If it's information, if it's it, even monetary, like I can help and I want to help. But if I don't see you doing it, right. then I'm going to start pressing you on it. Right. And I don't, people don't like to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to, you know, when you say that, like, you know, um, other people will hold you to a certain you standards. Keep the mic, by the way. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Sean, for being a moderator here. You're welcome, sir. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was going to get there. <laughs> um, damn, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so when people don't, a lot of people don't want to be held accountable. And especially from, if if it's coming from, like, someone that's your partner, and you don't, you know, maybe you don't know if it's, uh, honest accountable or not you know mm-hmm. if they're not just shitting on you or making you feel like you're supposed to be doing more because like mm-hmm. what I was hearing you guys saying is you know like if someone makes you feel like you're not doing as much as you think you should be doing but if you told me this is what you're gonna be doing or what you want to yeah. do and you know one month passed and two months passed and I'm still hearing the same thing but it's not happening mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit you with okay so mm-hmm. what are we doing to change it mm-hmm. and is to me i for like one person I, I always hear some type of excuse and i try to call her out on it but then she hits me with uh you know it's a lot going on right now and shit like that <laughs> so you're feeling so, no it's not gotta, it's not my life it, 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 no, you gotta be careful because you, you, you know you my, my life is still like I'm, I like I'm not trying to. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, you can't. You can bring someone to the water. You can't bring the horse to the right. water, but you can't, you can't force them to drink. Right, right, right. So you know, I always try to help because I have a lot of knowledge in the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm always trying to push the. You know, okay. Mm-hmm. So where you at on it now? Mm-hmm. What's the, what's this? Mm-hmm. Where's it at? Mm-hmm. And so one month passed, two months passed, three months passed, Every- and that first step still ain't happened. Everyone is not as receptible. Is that, mm-hmm. that the word? Receptive. So, re, 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 okay, no, <clears throat> everyone is not as receptive as um yourself. Uh, and um, this is why it's important, the people that you have in your circle. Because even though, yes, you might trigger something because people are not used to someone being on their ass or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're just being a good friend and a good person. If they can't handle that, then you did your job. Yeah, and everybody operates on their own time, too, so... It may not be for them right now, but later on, something may inspire them to do whatever they're going to do. For me, it's 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 frustrating because if I don't, if if you keep saying the same thing and I start feeling like you full of mm-hmm. shit, then I just, yeah, I'm walking away. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you don't, I don't want to do that to, you know, it's not something that I guess has to happen. Like, mm-hmm. it's not my life or whatever, but right. I'm like, I like, I Anyone I deal with, I want it to be a person that's legitimate in, you know, the shit they say. Mm-hmm. Don't speak just to speak. Exactly. Right. Like, do what you say you're going to do. Yeah. That's something I'm very proud of and something that I hold myself to. If I say I'm going to do something, mm-hmm. I'm going to do motherfucker, it. I'm going to do it. Right. It's Even like- if I don't want to do it, I said I was going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And and that's something I hold myself to, and I and I realize you know you I can't hold myself to other hold right, other people yeah. to my standards. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, when I see it after a certain amount of time, I'm just like, mm, yeah, they gotta they gotta hold <laughs> themselves accountable. So that that that's like my biggest pet peeve. Like just like what he said is like I always want to see the next person do better. So if mm-hmm. you come to me, ask me for help, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the help. I'm gonna step by step. All right, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. Make sure this is done by Monday. 
If I mm-hmm. check in with you Monday and it's not done, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow your excuse. All right, cool. You got to Friday. Now Friday comes and it's still nothing. It's like a joke to you. Then it's like, okay, it's a joke to you. Now it's a joke to me. Don't ask me for nothing now. You know, because it's like now I'm taking on your burden and because I'm trying to help you out, but you're not doing nothing for yourself. So right. how can you expect me to help you at this point? It's like you want me to do it for you. Right. And a lot of people want that. Um, And like you said, that nobody likes to be held accountable. So what's probably happening is that they're listening to what you're saying and they're like beating themselves up. And but the thing is, you're you're taking a stand for them. You're saying, like, I want you to be in this space. And especially because you declared it, I really want to see you there. So and trust me, I've been through that so many times and it is frustrating. Um However, now how I handle that is um, I'll still encourage them, but maybe not so much. I, I don't I won't put that much passion in it, but it doesn't mean that I don't want them <clears throat> passion in it, meaning like do this now. It's like I really want you to get there. But you know what? You're going to figure that out on your own time. And even though and it's more of like, you know, like it could happen now, but they're just creating their own excuse and reason but you just be just still be supportive just don't take it on as your own like he was saying like don't take it on as your own you see the when it's a friend it's a lot easier to let it go or a co-worker associate mm-hmm. when it's your partner now that's mm-hmm. when it's more of a a bigger issue and more you know held closer and you can't just kind of let it go or get to the root Agreed. of it so i'll be very transparent so um one of my friends arnstar so he was on my ass about a lot of stuff and i'm like why why like leave me alone (laughs) leave me alone why you keep bringing this up it's like i know i know i know just i'm gonna get there and it wasn't until i went through my whole process where i understood where he was coming from and now he took the time out and the energy to really like be on me and then what he also did he took space from me too so when i wasn't hearing that anymore i was like wait a minute why is he not on top of me anymore about getting X, Y, and Z done? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? Let me let me get my stuff together because I don't like this. <laughs> right. What's happening? <laughs> right. And it's more because I wasn't used to having somebody hold me accountable for something ever, especially especially with all the things I was already doing. It's like I got so much going on. Like, yeah, you're like you I'm have a, enough excuses to yeah. make it, to make it feel like yo, I'm I'm doing my thing. Leave, leave me alone. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> and I appreciate him for that, and that's why I'm like, you know, I just gave him that credit because if it wasn't for him and how much of a stand that he took for me, I probably wouldn't be in the space that I'm at right now. And even though in the time I didn't get it, that person that you're being a stand for, they're gonna. They're going to get it. It's going to click for them. And it may be for you to take the space. And it doesn't mean that you're not rooting for them. Is that now they're not going to have someone there. So two things can happen. It all depends on the individual. They can either be like, oh, snap, I need to get myself together. Or they might continue to, like, go down that that route. But at least they can say that Ross was always, like, holding me accountable. And I just didn't listen. Or Ross was always there and it's like it's still going to connect back to you because you always took that stand. So you could continue doing it. Um, And especially if it's a business partner, I would say if you're doing business with them, you just got to like get to the root of it. It's no like sugarcoating anything like we're doing business together. So I need to know why is this not happening? What's going on? What is it that you're actually dealing with and just having that type of conversation? And if they don't want to have it, then you just give them that space and it's going to register to them. Eventually. Erica. Oh, what? Oh, I was about to say something. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, considering the fact that you wear so many hats, what do you do in terms of like self care? How do you recharge, like, to be able to have all this energy to do all the things that you're you're doing? So what I've been putting in practice is um, my time, like. Mm-hmm. I really um, manage my time so of how much sleep I need to get. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm doing a lot, I don't try to do it all at one mm-hmm. time. So I just be like, okay, today I'm going to get X, Y, and Z done. Um, and as far as like doing stuff for me, I work out in the morning. Mm-hmm. I read in the morning and at night. Mm-hmm. And it's like I never used to think I could actually get all of that stuff done. Like I'm reading right. four books, you know, a day. And that was not me before. So it's just more of scheduling in that time. So like I'll dedicate 30 minutes to reading, um, 30 to an hour to working out, um, whatever else I got to 
get done i just schedule that now what i'm practicing is getting up super early like i early for me before this new challenge i gave myself recently was 8 Mm a.m now i'm getting up at 5 a.m so that means i'm actually able to get a lot more a lot more done right and i probably still go to bed maybe between midnight and 2 a.m it depends on like how you know exhausted i am or tired i am but i'll still get up at 5 a.m at least i just started doing this for the past two weeks so it's still new (laughs) um (laughs) but before that 8 a.m was my time so whether if i went to bed at 12 1 or 2 i would still get up at that time and that was something that i just was like i i just knew i needed to do this i needed to shift and a lot of things for any of us to break out of is that we really want a shift in our lives we're tired of going through the same thing Mm -hmm. over and over and obviously what we were doing is not working right so once you once you figure out your why of why you want to do something Mm -hmm. there's nothing that's going to stop you and if you let something stop you you better look into what is it that's truly going on I, i forgot what book i was reading i was reading a book and basically what you said about your why and everything um, another thing that they touched on was like every morning when you wake up, spread your bed. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you're off to a positive start within your day. And then, like you said, you go to the gym, you read a book. So all these things is positive things that's going into Absolutely. the beginning of your day. So your day is only going to end well because the only thing you would love to do is come home to a made up bed. Absolutely. So it always start from point A and then right. moving on. So yeah, that's actually pretty dope. Yeah, just feed your mind, put yourself in environments of and practices of stuff that you want so if you want to be somewhere if you want to do something you just gotta act like it's happening now so like i want to be a millionaire or matter of fact i'm not want to be i am a millionaire so i'm already claiming that so i'm gonna do millionaire practices um or just shifting what i've already been doing so that i can get there so you believe in manifestation yeah yeah and i i believe that our words create everything that we want mm-hmm. um and i'm not we're not perfect so even if we make a mistake and say something as right. as long as, like, as long as we say like you know what, let me correct myself right this is what right. i truly mean um so everything that we want to do we just got to believe it feel mm-hmm. it and be it even if it's not physically here yet right right have any of you ever seen or read the secret Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, that's, that touches on like everything. No. And yeah. what about The Alchemist? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, you didn't, you didn't the Alchemist. I'm no. put you Actually, on. those two books, I last year I had a book club and The Four Agreements, The Secret, I and The, the Alchemist. Book club. <laughs> what, what happened to The Book Club? That's a long story. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, those are the three books that we read. I, I wanted to read The Four Agreements, but somebody was like, um, they don't feel like I need to read it. And I was like, I don't understand you why. You should. But yeah, because I read The Alchemist, I seen The Secret, I watched The Secret. I'm yeah. not reading that book, but um, I watched The Secret. Yeah, and then The it, Four Agreements is life changing. Like I read it, and I had, and I'm gonna go back and read it again. And another one is The Forty Eight Laws of Power. Yes, but I'm I heard to get to, The Forty Eight Laws of Power. Do not read it front to back. Just pick a page and go with it because it's not a book that you read from front to back. It's just something that will stick with you throughout the day. Mm. That's what somebody had told me. Also, I heard another good book was It's All in Your Head by Russ. Oh yeah, that so, one too. Yeah, just in case you want to add a book. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, you, you guys gave me some new books. Um, I did start reading a long time ago, The 48 Laws of Power. Power. Um, I think it was just a lot at that time. However, I can revisit that because I am a new being. So. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Exactly. Um, I have not read any of those books, but I think, I, I, think I need to. That's yeah. why we're on this side. Because <laughs> we're about to form a book club. Me and you. Like, <laughs> because... <laughs> Let's get it. Um, but yeah, oh, what I was going to say, um, <laughs> Empress, with the going to waking up at 5 a.m. and still going to sleep at 2, do you believe in the everybody here? Do you believe in that saying, you know, you could sleep when you're dead? You believe it? So I'm like, now nah, she said, hell no. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm a firm believer. There's, a, there's conflicting. Yeah, but you go to sleep at like seven. No, he no, doesn't. Do no, not. he does not. No, he doesn't? Okay. He does right. not. I'm up to like midnight. Oh, my bad. All right. So there's, there's conflicting information in that, right? Because they tell you you should get like your eight hours of sleep. I right? believe you should because it, it you're no you good healthy. to anybody or yourself if, you, if you're if you not well rested. I, Some, I can't every, remember the last time I've gotten eight hours of sleep. Everybody is a, built a little different. Yes, everyone is built a little different, but... Get, getting two to three hours of sleep is, it's I don't not, care who you are. It's not healthy. No, it's not. It's, not. Do it's every definitely day. not. You're going to deteriorate. If you, like, let's say tonight um, you don't go to sleep 
and then you still go into your day tomorrow that's okay but for you to try to do that every single day then that's a little different so it's not so i think that's what the difference is a lot of people will try to be like every day i'm not going to get any sleep because there's so much to be done in the 24 hours um but it's it's you still a lot of people don't actually really get anything done because they're so exhausted exactly so it's like it's okay to maybe do it once a week or once every other week but it's not something for you to practice every day so as yeah as someone like i usually work right now right now i'm not working two two jobs but i am still working the schedule of two jobs Mm -hmm. so nor i i really like today i I worked until 1 30 got home at 2 2 something and i fell asleep in the p.m okay okay. i went to work at eight last Mm -hmm. night went got home right two um, I didn't. I tried to get some sleep off of Sean. Sean, get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I I laid down and uh, I fell asleep maybe at like three something to to get up at four thirty to try to get here. Right. So mm-hmm. that that's kind of normal for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been doing that for like maybe two three years. And the you know it, to me it's like you have to make sacrifices if you plan on you know getting to a to be a millionaire, you know, to you, to not just be regular. Sacrifices have to be made if you don't want more, th- if you just want, if you don't want just average, right? So, um, and it, that does, it doesn't matter what it is. Like if you want, if it's a business, if it's a relationship, you got to put in more than average energy. Yes, but you need to take care of yourself first. Yes. Absolutely. You're correct. not going to make also, it to li- being a millionaire. Life happens though. There's some nights that, that you can't make it to bed at that, at that hour to get eight hours of sleep, you're gonna miss breakfast. You're gonna, I get, and, and, and that that's not sacrificing on purpose. That's just because you have to keep up with your keep up. True, but for the that's where discipline comes into play. You you have to have discipline. Whether or not you go to sleep an hour later, two hours later, you still have to keep it consistent. Like I don't. You're not going to make it to a millionaire or all the stuff, all that type of lifestyle you want to live if you're not good. And I the don't key think to a millionaire or just even have success in anything, not something I'm in practice now, is that don't try to do it all by yourself. So if there's someone else or a community that can support you in whatever it is that you need to get done, ask for that help. Don't try to be everywhere or do everything. That's something that shifted for me where like with the documentary, it's not just me. I have other people that I actually can do other stuff. Um, any and any other areas, my PR business is not just me. I have a team that not like I finally just got a team because I finally let go of me trying to do everything myself, and that helps me to be in all these different spaces. So it was like formulating your team and asking people to help you, and it even doesn't have to be a team. If you got family members that can support you or friends that can be like, okay, I need to go food shopping, but I can't go food shopping. Can you do me a favor? Can you go go to the store for me, and I'll give you money? Like something, just as a simple example of where you can actually just be home and get rest so that you don't got to try to go to the supermarket and try to figure out how you're going to get sleep. So it's like seeing who around you that can support you on stuff that you don't necessarily have to do. And that's actually the key of being a millionaire. And I'm around millionaires and this is what they do. They have people doing stuff for them. But I'm that's one of when them. they got to the millionaire level prior to. No. no, no, they actually had shared that they wasn't they they had to expand themselves, meaning have other people support them so that's where they went to family and friends asking for help can you do this for me and by them having that community that actually helped them to be in more spaces to make more money so it wasn't like they weren't doing any work you still gonna put in work but is that you have more people to help you so that you're not in one space and exhausted not to sleep on the people that get it done <clears throat> by themselves right because not everyone yeah. has that support system that they could be like oh it's there. go shopping pick up my kid do this so I can get an hour nap. It's there. So, you just, there's people out here not for nothing, and I respect them way more than the people that ask for help that get it done by themselves. Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. a difference. So there's people that ask for help, and that's like they're just needy. They're really just not trying to do anything. So, and then as far as like, there are people out there, like I always said, like there's nobody that can help me at all. Da, da, da. So this is where you got to learn the strengths and weaknesses of people. Don't ask somebody that you know they lazy and don't want to like do anything. Yeah. Look at what their strength is. If their strength is writing a, a, a letter 
they enjoy doing that but they don't like doing anything else i don't know i just made that up but it's like <laughs> let them write the letter and you do something else so it's, we we often x people out because we think they can't instead of looking at what what they can do so you just got to know who's around you and ask them what they're interested in so like i have my sister help me with production and stuff i just found out she's a good editor i didn't know that this whole time because i kept xing her out I kept asking, I'm like, oh, she's my little sister. I didn't teach her, so I don't know where she's, like, how she's mm-hmm. good I know that she was good that was home. It's crazy. Right. <clears throat> and then now that she's, like, interning from me, and I'm just, like, letting her do some stuff, and I'm like, oh, you actually pretty better than me. I didn't know this. And that's because I asked her out. So it's like, you got to look at who's around you and see what their strengths and weaknesses are. Don't put people in places that you know that they can't handle the task. Amen to that. Amen to that. So to end the show, um, Sha, um, gonna introduce uh, something here. Um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah it's a. This is a big segue. Um, we're gonna try something new here. We've never done this before, but we're gonna make the table real hot. It was cold in here when we came in, but it's hot now. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make it a little bit hotter. Um, we're gonna start off with the start off with the guys. Yeah, we can start off with the guys. We're just going to have a little fun. You know, chatty chat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the game is called Fuck, Marry, Kill. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to switch, you know, switch it off. We're going to start off with not you, Ross. (laughs) 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 We're going to start off with Sean. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) Your options are Megan the Stallion, Meg the Stallion, Cardi B, and Nicki Minaj. Fuck Mary Kill. And you have to explain um, why you made your choice. Don't take a ball. 20. I got oh, the time. I got the time. That's not the time. <laughs> <laughs> you got like 20 minutes. 20. Yeah, so those are your options, and you explain why you ch- made your choice. All right, so Nikki's a dub because of her husband. Wait, so no, not a dub. Her? Are you killing her, or are you fucking her, or are you marrying her? Oh. Fuck Mary Kill. We, we didn't say dub. <laughs> oh, I thought she was. Yeah. He was I don't not know the game. He's never yeah, played like, this game. Okay, so I'm going to marry Megan Thee Stallion mm-hmm. because I feel like out of the three options you gave me, she is the least crazy <laughs> of the three. <laughs> she really? could be the most crazy, but up to this point in her career, she's the least. So I'll marry Megan Thee Stallion. Okay, who would yeah. you who would you fuck? And, and who- for Cardi B, because she's okay. So you're marrying Nicki Minaj? No, I'm marrying. No, he's she's marrying Stella. Oh, okay. And okay, I'm okay. killing, oh, killing Nicki Minaj. Damn. Damn, for obvious bro. reasons. That's rough. Obvious for it's obvious not, reasons. That's not obvious. Hello, sir. Empress, sir, sir, sir this is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> my answer. Empress, you're you're up next. Okay. Okay. Oh, we're gonna do boy girl. Okay. Okay. Got yeah. you. Okay. So for so the ladies, who's your choice? Oh no, you're not choosing. We got we got this right. So fuck Mary Kill. Our options are the baby. Mm-hmm. Drake mm-hmm. and Future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, marry Drake. Why? Because he likes Because I like Drake. I like his music. He's cool. And out of the other two options, he's the better one. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, damn. <laughs> okay. Okay. She sounds like she just want to kill them both. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, hold on. Did, have, has, has anyone seen that the baby's... Um, Wait, he's, oh. he's slapped the man? He's, he's not about that. Woman. It's not about that. Go ahead. Yeah. That's a question. Thank you for keeping us on track. Thank you for <laughs> reminding me about that. Damn. So now okay. she really has to figure I mean, out which one. So now the baby gets killed. Listen. Listen, it might help her out. Listen, it might help her out because she, she might like I to get slapped. <laughs> 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 Jeez, man, you look crazy out here. Damn, this is hard. You like abuse or not? <laughs> oh my goodness, this is hard because I want I want to say uh, we gotta say something. I know. <laughs> See, future is dangerous because he makes a lot of babies. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't want to fuck him because I'm not trying to get pregnant. <laughs> That's where I'm looking from. Right. Um. Damn, but the baby just OD'd recently. Um, all right. All right, I'm going to take out what happened recently with the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, fuck the baby, kill future. I like it. Pause. Kill. <laughs> Pause. Okay. I would marry Meg Thee Stallion, right? I would marry Meg Thee Stallion because, granted, her lyrics is wild. 
<laughs> and she's supporting the hot girl summer, which is wilder. Yes. But yeah, but because y'all know y'all like that. But stop. She got her education going on. Big facts. That's right. She's in school Big while facts. she's doing her artist career. So she has a backup plan. So if you got a backup plan while you're rapping, I can marry you. Cardi B, on the other hand, I just have to fuck Cardi B and kill Nicki Minaj. I'm not for the surgeries and everything. I feel like they just overdid it when it came to their bodies and things of that nature. Nicki Minaj is just way out of just, yeah. So yeah, that's my answers. Erica? Mm. Okay, so... I would you had all this time to marry the baby why because okay I'm not gonna include what happened just recently but he actually gives back to the community a lot he does so I have to give him his his his, um, doesn't Drake as well I don't know what the fuck Drake does okay also (laughs) I'm gonna give credit to the baby because the baby um all-star weekend he did take his family with him to every show and I think he banked about ten million that weekend. Some some crazy number. He banked right. a lot of money that weekend. Right. And he took his family with him on every show. His his baby mother, mm-hmm. kids, and his kids right. is always with them. Right. And so when he I did can. his tour, he went around to major cities and included everyone in I wanna I wanna say low income. I don't I don't know, but I'm assuming yeah. in these videos. He didn't have to go and get girls with fat asses and go to the club and get all that. He went to the community, had people dancing in the street. And I respect that. Right. Yeah. And there was another instance I so seen him. Just giving credit where credit is due. Right. right. And he supports small businesses as well because there was a girl, I guess, that DM'd him and and she had like a hat business or something. Yeah. And he and she came to one of his meet and greets and he told her he told her to come. And when she got when he when she got over there, like he told her to keep the hats and he just gave her money instead mm-hmm. and was just like, you know, like and he and he was giving um like Encouraging her and giving her uplifting words, mm. and also taking the shoes off his, off his feet to give to someone that was less fortunate than him. For me, I think mm. that's dope as hell. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Drake do no shit like that, so I can't speak on it. But <laughs> um, what song Drake did? The video that he God's, did. God's yeah. plan. Oh wait, I'm all about that, but wow. I I'd rather the baby. I rather the baby. You just don't like light skins. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. He's getting to the um, deep. Ross, I would fuck the. Dr- oh, oh, so so. so I would fuck. Um, <laughs> Does that sound like the instigate? <laughs> I would fuck Drake and kill Future. Wow. Yeah. Future for dead twice. Twice bonnier. Future taking L's all twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> can I change these women though? No. I'll keep Meg. Like, can, can I change, change the no. other two? We gotta make it like because they all they, they all not, seem the same. That's not cha- <laughs> I was like, they all seem the next same. Next week, I, I'm marrying Meg. Next week, we'll, we'll, we'll do people so with more is, positive influences. Yo, let, let, let's swap. Let's swap <laughs> Cardi B with Janae Aiko. No, 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 no. That's too no. easy. I think that no, is too no. easy. You gotta make it. it is. Okay, we're not gonna put a little celebrity okay, crush see, out here. I see what you were doing. I see what you're doing. Wow. Because because he wants to go back and change his answer. I didn't answer, see that. Though. I didn't see that. Because that's your wife. But um, all right, so. Meg the Stallion the Mary Marion because um <clears throat> my other two options suck. That's that's the Being one. Blunt but show. no, honestly, like you said, um she she does get her she's getting her education and out of what I've seen about her, even though she talks the reckless shit that she does and promotes just like, you know, the dudes promote their fuckery. That's woman promotes, empowerment. Yeah, we could call it that if you want to. <laughs> and hey, yeah. th- by the way, I'm I'm all for it. Women should do whatever yes. they want Amen. with their bodies right. when they want to. Take yo can take control of that shit. It's not up to a nigga. Mm-hmm. That being said, it's still some fuck shit. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh so then marry her I know. Ugh, I know. That's horrible. Know. That's the reason why I really do not like either. I I don't find them appealing. Well, you gotta fuck one and, and kill one. <laughs> I don't find them attractive and appealing. Um, you gotta party or yeah. I'm gonna just, do it. Which I just need to say the, this. Which is what <laughs> makes the game fun because it's like you're like damn like really the though? choices are in I, I, okay. I see. What, I see it. I see Even it. though we have better options than you guys, right? Yeah. We can't uh, make it too easy because you guys would say the same thing. Well, I guess if it was, if it was, if it was great women, women, just said the same thing now. I mean, if well, it was I great mean, women, if it was, I mean, that, you could I mean, like Cardi. They are and great women. Meg. Sorry, I don't know. But if it was like, yeah, like mm-hmm. I said, more positive image women, mm-hmm. right? Or like you know, like a so. Uh, I can't see myself smashing Cardi. It's, it's not. It's not even. <laughs> 
appealing. So like lava Nikki. splash party. All right, party. so I'm smashing Nikki. Unfortunate, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, kill Cardi. Damn. Okay. Sheesh. Final Sha. answer. It's horrid. It's all. It's all horrid. Sha. Sha. Future got to go. Mm-hmm. Future has got to go. So he's go. Damn, off the bat. Yeah, off the All bat. Or three, y'all killed him. Damn. We can't even go on a first date. <laughs> got to go. I'm going to marry Drake. Okay. And I'm gonna. Sorry, sorry, babe. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck this shit off the baby. I'm weak. Let me DM the baby. Tell him that he's in trouble. Wow. What's his Instagram? The real the baby owner. No. I have no guns isn't tolerated in New York, so <laughs> right. <laughs> prepared. That's funny. So yeah. You didn't give a reason why. Exactly. Hmm. Um Drake. Future just We know, we know future ain't shit. Yeah, um, future yeah. You could buy that. I love those memes though. Mm-hmm. Oh, with him texting his head down oh, and he oh, talking yeah. about that, that shit is those funny. Are so that shit is funny. Crazy. Uh, you don't even have wins. to text back. You just the wins all day. The internet wins all day. Sorry, Empress. I know you probably think we're crazy, but we just need a little balance of righteous and ratchet. So, oh no, I it's, mean, I don't know. <laughs> let's I'm not sleep good. on Empress. Yeah, you life. yeah. Erica put me on to that in the car. And Erica put me on. She was like, yo, listen, like, you got to have that righteousness and that ratchetness. I was like, say it louder Balance. for the people in the back. <laughs> you know what? I hear a lot of women say they, like, um, I've been hearing a lot of women say they need it or they're 5% ratchet. Like, 5% of ratchetness just a little for the day. That's, that's a little sprinkle. A little, a salt bay of, of, yeah, of, of Just a little of ratchet. Like, yes. it, it was someone who specifically <laughs> said 5%, but I heard, you know, just a little. But right. I'm hitting that yeah, 5%. I've never, never heard that. Yeah. Interesting. But continue. You did. You wasn't done. Oh, I'm deflected. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> um, I I don't know. Marion um, Drake. Because like if, 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 oh I don't mm, I I like his past like where he's coming from. He's real sensitive, so I like me a man that can get in his feelings. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and Drake can do I'm that. Like, and don't be in my feelings. He's lying. <laughs> he's lying. He's lying. <laughs> Um, and right, I'm gonna head out, guys. It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the baby is nasty. Nasty. Oh, so you like nasty niggas? She says she like going as nasty. I'm gonna give her what she asked for. And that, that's our game for today. Thank you for playing. Um, that, was so a a little, that was you know, a fun ass game. <laughs> that was a fun ass game. I wish I would have told me from the beginning. But that yeah, was we'll, a, we'll definitely, definitely a fun ass game. It's all right. That was a, f- a fun ass game. Talking about fun, time always flies yes. uh, when you're having fun. It's what seven fifty-four. God damn, minutes to eight. So we gotta wrap up soon. Before we go, any anything, any final thoughts, questions for this oh, episode? I was gonna Empress? say earlier um, with the church. I'm glad to see that you know that you, the church that you go to is stepping up in the community and doing more. Because I honestly feel mm-hmm. like churches ain't about nothing mm-hmm. i mean granted mm-hmm. i understand you go there for the lord but honestly mm-hmm. for the amount of money that's pushed through there and the taxes they don't pay that's a whole nother conversation there needs to be more mm-hmm. going on with the church in these communities and Absolutely. they need to step up and speak out on things that affect black people and like this because it's to too rough right that's so because i'm looking I, for a new church home is it in brooklyn say brooklyn it's in manhattan i do travel from brooklyn to manhattan to wait what, what's the name of your zoe ministries zoe ministries okay however my um the archbishop and his wife pastor deborah they speak on what's happening in real time mm-hmm. so um he educates us he gives us books yeah that's, that's um hearing he, all that he's the reason why i'm going back to school now like he actually suggested what that's, major i should go into because he's that's like amazing yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I appreciate that church because I was in the same boat as you. I was like, I don't do church. It took me a minute to even get my foot in there. Um, but I'm thankful that I'm there. It's been a year. And um, my life has shifted in a whole year because of me stepping in that place. That's amazing. Yeah. That's on. what we need more from churches where and it's like a more community of a, more thing. Of us. Mm. They want more of us. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely pull up to your church. No doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't tell them to listen to part two of the interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I you just thought about it. That's the part one, actually. Wait, hold on. 
Maybe we shouldn't have did. <laughs> Just be like, marry God. <laughs> Part two. Well, the one thing that I do love about this church is that they love you as you are. Um, they accept you as you are. Like they. So don't... that means if you're homosexual and. Yeah, like all of that is fine. Um, of course, like you know, everybody has their own individual perspective, just as individuals. Right. But ever, but it's welcomed. It's not like it's shamed or anything like that. Um, and. One thing that I truly love is that they educate you, they teach you different things, and it's not like it's real, real stuff. Like yeah. right now, we're talking about how to become a millionaire, That's and what it's we like need. that. I was like, "Oh, this is the year, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's gonna happen." Because mm-hmm. it, it's that they the, those two need to start preaching to other churches and have them adopt because that's do. what it um, needs to happen. If, I would say, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, look up. Um, <clears throat> The Laws of Prosperity is by Archbishop E. Bernard Jordan. That's the the pastor, mm-hmm. the archbishop of the church. That's what he does. He teaches us. He doesn't want our, especially our black community, he does not want us struggling. So are, are they combining religion into these? Yes. Yeah, so, well, so we're, what we'll say is that we are Christians and I'm still like learning about all of that because this is like one year one for me. Mm-hmm. However, um, they, he, he pretty much brings things back to the Bible and he explains the Bible. That's what I love about it is that he explains it because a lot of times churches, they just preach and don't give an explanation or bring it back to what's happening in the, in today's time. He always brings it back to what's happening now. Like right now we're talking about being a millionaire. We're talking about the coronavirus. We're talking about like all these different things of what's happening in the real world. A lot of people just do their sermons and just call it a day. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Anybody else? Any final thoughts, questions, concerns? Akil, since you're grabbing the mic. Yes. So we're wrapping up the show before the host closes us out. I do want to bring awareness to CHD. Um, also, we're going to bring awareness to stutter, to speech impediment. Impediment. impediment, speech impediment. Um, going forward, I do want us to all look into something to bring awareness towards just because a lot of people in our community in other communities, they are not aware of what's going on. Bringing awareness right. to hot girl summers and needs to end. I'm just yes, <laughs> we need to bring awareness. Are you to not that. entertained. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, deep friend. So the first one to stoop outside, like. <laughs> so we do. We do need a lot of people to to hop on that bandwagon of showing support and awareness of things that people don't know about. CHD is congenital heart defect. A lot of people need to check out their hearts. There's a lot of people in this world who have heart disease. And they don't realize until a late age and they suffer from their first stroke or heart attack and they don't know where it stemmed from. Right. So get your hearts checked. Speech impediment, you want to speak on that? Go ahead, sir. I'll speak on that. And um, it's one of those things where, um, you know, like, as you were saying in uh, part one, it's like, you know, it's all in your head, like wanting to do something. When I say, nah, I can't do it. Nah. Like, you know, if you would have told me I would have had not one podcast, but two, I would have been like, nigga, I stutter. I ain't trying to talk. <laughs> like, 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 what the fuck you mean? And now I have two very successful ones. A third one pending. Uh, I don't know about that one yet. But I mean, you know what I'm saying. So it definitely is all in your head, and it's not just people that you know what I'm saying. Um, uh, they stutter, but people that just have any type of speech, speech, this speech mm-hmm. that is very important because it's affected by a lot. Uh, Steve Harvey used to stutter up until he was like 20 something oh wow right. Joe Biden Joe Biden yeah yeah Joe Biden yeah so a lot of famous famous uh, people stutter or had some type of speech, speech right so it's just like you know what I'm saying so thank you for bringing awareness to that forgot to mention I am 27 years old I went through two open heart surgeries take it serious I didn't know I was born with it and going forward I learned more and more about it and know how serious it is a lot of babies is born with it so yes, continue, Sean. And also with the uh, speech, you know, I started to walk when I was like eleven months. So I was walking pretty quick. I didn't start talking until I was almost four. Oh wow! Which is crazy. And that's how they knew something is wrong with Sean. Like he's three years old, and I couldn't say one word straight. I was like, mum, mum. Like I couldn't say mommy, daddy. It was always mum, 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 and. Then eventually, seven, eight, nine years old. Okay, we did it with us. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's why the event that we're gonna throw, spring, summertime ish, uh, mm-hmm. is gonna be big on uh, getting you know stuff like that out, uh, CHD and speech and anything else. So, thank you for bringing that up, sir. I appreciate you. 
Shot and Erica, any final thoughts for this episode number seven? I just want to say thank you, Empress, for joining us today. Um, I wish you um, much success in all your future endeavors or and everything that you have going on now. Um, this is our time now. So, yeah, yes. keep doing you. Thank you. And I know you miss you. Yes. Sean? <laughs> <laughs> sure. um, I mean, I said it earlier, but to touch on what Erica said, <clears throat> um, keep keep grinding. And, um, you know, we'll do our best to support if we can make it to a show and so forth. And if you ever want to collab in the future, I'm open to ideas because I'm also heavy on my poetry. I want to sing. I'm looking into the vocal course this year. Yay. And I'm trying to get back into song writing too, so I could write some yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I could write. I could write songs too. Let's get it. Let's get it. I just so want to hear you. Can I hear one note? Let me hear one note, please. Oh lord! So sing it. Damn, yo, she just practice the crazy. Shaw, you know you <laughs> yeah, Shaw. Stop it! Come on the 28th, <laughs> uh, and we shall see. However. I don't know how I'm gonna sound. <laughs> That's okay. I'm practicing, so, so but no, I'm not gonna do it right now. So, do you want to put out information about the show on the 28th? That way, she, 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 did, she, did, she did. She did. Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. And um, you said you saw the the performance that she she did. Oh yeah. Where oh, did Instagram. you see that at? Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Okay. I will send you the link, Ross. So I'm gonna have it. So. Um, listen, my final thoughts is thank you for coming on a second time, <laughs> season one, season two. And thank you for everything that you've done for me because I've written for you and you gave me a chance to really, you know, start this whole media stuff that I'm on now. And it's gone from that to um, that to music to this podcast thing now. So I can honestly say that my media life was started from you. So Aww. thank you for all that you've done for me and um, looking forward to having you on again pretty soon so I appreciate you Shy Erica Kia Ross clap it up one more time hey. Denise, coming on the show season 2 episode 7 can't can't end the show without giving the good people that can't sound like but shout out shout out to my homie Preach season 2 episode 7 episode 8 is gonna be it's gonna be coming pretty pretty soon also we dropped episode 6 today with Erica and Shy doing some numbers <laughs> doing some numbers the download is approaching before the show it was like like one, like one hundred something. Mm-hmm. So the download is getting up there. People really starting you know to mess with the do? show. We should take professional pictures, mm. videos, all that shit. Everything, okay, everything. These pictures you put up. Erica might be. I'm just. I'm not satisfied. I'm not. I mean, I have to zoom in on it. Okay. Either way, we should do like group video, group pics, all that. Definitely. So appreciate y'all coming, and we will. Join y'all on episode 8 soon. So, season 2, episode 7. We out. We out. Deuces. We out. Hmm. Do, do, do. Good job, guys. Thank you guys for having me. Y'all are awesome. 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 Let's oh, talk yeah, about so how this wine is flat as hell. Hmm. Let's, it's morning. You want this flat yes. thing? I would yeah. gladly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and by the way, my church is 